I'm Tammy Bruce. I'm Juan Williams. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, April 21st, 2020. I'm Trey Inks. Limited testing of COVID-19 is making it hard to diagnose just how bad things are in many parts of the world. Because the lockdown was imposed countrywide, uh, probably at the right time that uh, India has been so far uh, able to arrest the spread of the uh, virus off late. The testing kits are being uh, um, procured from the other countries. Also, the French nations are, uh, you know, sending the testing kits. This is the Fox News Rundown, global pandemic. The coronavirus first started to spread in China, though other parts of Southeast Asia weren't heavily affected for months. Now, governments must walk a thin line between reopening for business and preventing a second wave. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Ashish Singh, the associate editor of APB News in New Delhi. Starting first, though, in the Philippines, the country remains locked down until April 30th. President Rodrigo Duterte is struggling to control the outbreak, as reports indicate the actual number of COVID-19 cases could be in the tens of thousands. Earlier this month, Duterte described the government as desperate amid calls for international aid. Lack of testing and a strained healthcare system are making it more difficult to operate. Moving now to Singapore, where the country is getting hit with a second wave of coronavirus. Singapore was originally used as an example on how to slow the spread. Though, with a large migrant worker population and close living quarters, the disease ended up infecting thousands of new people since the beginning of the month. While the new infection rate is high, the death toll remains low at just 11 people. Finally, to India, with a population of more than 1.3 billion people. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has put new restrictions on domestic and international flights. The countrywide lockdown imposed by the central government proved to be somewhat effective, but the spread of new cases continues. One unique story this week, Indian police found six tourists, including one American, hiding in a cave. They had run out of money to stay in a hotel after quarantine measures went into place. The group has since moved to a small town where they will isolate for 14 days. So how is the Indian central government working to implement national guidelines along officials in individual states? The government of India has from today itself uh, given some restrictions in some of the essential sectors uh, and also considering the farmers. This is Ashish Singh, the associate editor of APB News. He joins us today from New Delhi. The agricultural sector, some of the restrictions uh, have been uplifted um, uh, so that the necessary items are um, are able to reach to people in time and those uh, associated with essential services are allowed to go and attend offices and all. So certain restrictions definitely have been lifted. Uh, so far as the latest is concerned, I can share with you that uh, today the latest uh, figures of those affected with the COVID-19 are about 17,656, uh, out of which the active cases are about 14,255. And cured are about 2,851. The deaths amount to about 559. So considering the way the government of India has been able to so far arrest the spread of the pandemic, the government decided to uh, do away with certain restrictions. But then the hotspots, as you may have heard, uh, the identified hotspots uh, are still sealed. And those will continue to be sealed uh, um, by at least 3rd of May. Uh, and then, then they will review the situation thereafter and take a call on those. Um, but so far, so good. The government uh, is taking preemptive action. Like, like you said, there there was action taken pretty early on. Prime Minister Narendra Modi implemented a modified countrywide lockdown for around a month. 
Was this part of the reason that the case load was so low? Or is there concern about not enough tests going out to people in some of the more rural parts of the country? But there were, you were right. Uh, there were early uh, concerns with the uh, tests, the number of tests being conducted, but rightly said that uh, the action, the decision of the log- lockdown was taken uh, way in advance by the Prime Minister and the, based on the assessment of the higher offices. And uh, that is why it is assessed and it is being recognized that uh, because the lockdown was imposed countrywide, uh, probably at the right time, that uh, India has been so far uh, able to arrest the spread of the uh, virus. Um, so far as uh, the uh, tests are concerned, um, yes, of course, there have been concerns and uh, of late, the testing kits are being uh, um, procured from the other countries. Also, the friendly nations are, uh, you know, sending the testing kits and just recently, Prime Minister Modi had addressed the nation in which he had also declared that about 6, 000, uh, 6 lakh testing kits are coming from uh, China, which by now has already come. And about one lakh um, beds in the hospitals are being prepared to meet the challenges in the forthcoming days. What I found so interesting in my travels across India is the sovereignty in which the states have and their ability to operate with the guidance of the national government, but also making individual rules, laws, and regulations. In the United States, amid the coronavirus outbreak, there's a lot of talk about states' rights and what rules governors are able to put into place and what rules President Trump will put into place. When you look at the situation in India, is it a similar situation and and how is the relationship with the Prime Minister and the governors and leaders of the states across India? Very recently, Prime Minister Narendra Modi um, uh, had a big video conferencing uh, dialogue with all the chief ministers of uh, the Indian states. And there, um, um, by this state, there were, we can say that, you know, a good rapport was struck between the center and the states, and there is no controversy at all. The center and the state governments are working in tandem. And uh, much of the rules and regulations being formed by the, the guidelines being formed by the center are being uh, very strictly followed by the state governments. And so, as the prime minister extended the lockdown to till the 3rd of May, all these states were uh, immediately ready to uh, follow. Um, uh, in fact, it was the advice of the states in the video conferencing with the Prime Minister that the lockdown too should be extended for two more weeks, uh, which was graciously accepted by the Prime Minister and he had agreed in that video conference that yes, these suggestions coming in from the states are very right and we must extend the lockdown. So I can say that it's, it's a complementary relationship between the government of India at the central level and the states, uh, the various chief ministers. And um, so far it is working, and they are working in tandem, and that is how they are being able to perform so well and contain the spread of the virus. You've been listening to Ashish Singh, the associate editor of APB News in New Delhi. We'll be right back. And and what steps is India taking to prepare to reboot the Indian economy? We've seen a lot of countries across Europe and a big concern of the United States as well, getting people back to work after this virus is contained. The IMF is predicting a a pretty significant fiscal year for India, saying that the economy could grow at upwards of 7%, which would be a a massive jump for India if the outbreak is contained. So what steps is the prime minister and the central government taking to ensure that 
this projection, which is a great outlook for India, is actually reached? So the Prime Minister of India um, obviously um, understands that it is going to take a hit. And uh, precisely that is the reason, um, along with announcing of uh, lifting some of the restrictions, um, they have also um, instructed to various departments of the government of India and the states that you know the necessary services should be opened, the officers should start coming uh, and joining the office from the joint secretary level onwards. And um, so far as the economic uh, cushion is concerned, the uh, agricultural sector, keeping that in mind, the government has given... Um, has announced uh, certain benefits for them so that they don't suffer a bit because India largely depends on, on its uh, agriculture. So far as uh, imports and exports are come concerned, that is being taken care of. Yes, of course, you know, the see, uh, because of the lockdown, several other industries are shut. But uh, soon we just hope that uh, after the lockdown is lifted, the economy will be back on track, though it may take some time. But the kind of uh, support he's getting, the Prime Minister of India is getting from the opposition also. Um, everybody understands that, you know, everybody ha has to come together. And there will certainly be uh, ways and means through which the government of India will try and uh, bounce back with, the, with, with its economic uh, status back on track. And finally, what sort of communication have we seen between the government of Prime Minister Modi and the administration of President Trump in the United States. We know they have a good relationship and are often in communication about other topics. When it comes to coronavirus, though, has the United States reached out to India to offer support or aid if it's needed? And what does that relationship look like today during the spread of COVID-19? Well, that's, I think it, it has been a fantastic uh, relationship between India and United States. Uh, you saw when, the, uh, when uh, President Trump called up Prime Minister Narendra Modi for the HCQ's delivery, the hydroxychloroquine uh, delivery, Prime Minister uh, readily agreed. And um, before that, just a couple of days earlier, uh, uh, India has Im had imposed complete ban on the export of HCQ's. Uh, but only after President Trump's um, uh, personal request to the Prime Minister Modi the government of India reviewed its decision and decided to provide United States with HCQs. And just a day earlier, I'm sure uh, you are also aware that the U.S. announced a big uh, financial package for uh, so many friendly countries, including um, uh, the, including India, which I think amounted to, if, I, if my memory serves me right, about 5.4 million U.S. dollars just a day before announced by United States, which I think is a huge, huge uh, support from the United States for India uh, in the uh, this thing fight against uh, coronavirus. So I think the relationship is exemplary, and both the U.S. and India are working together uh, to fight this pandemic as best as uh, it can be done. Ashish Singh, the associate editor of Indian APB News. Thank you again, Ashish, for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Most welcome. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.